Welcome to Walking Together, a podcast all about encouraging each other as we follow Jesus together. I'm your host, Dennis Lavelle. Let's start walking. A famous poet once wrote, the price of anything is the amount of life that you exchange for it. When you decide to purchase something, there's a financial cost. We know that. But what about jobs, our kids, the things that happen in our daily lives? There's also a physical, relational, and emotional toll that we end up paying when we don't cope with stress the way God intended us to. So Laura is going to share some thoughts with us today about worry and anxiety. Listen carefully and be encouraged as Laura shares about the worthlessness of worry. Laura? When Dennis asked me if I wanted to do another podcast, my first thought was, who would want to listen to me? But over the next three weeks, I had at least a half a dozen people ask me, how do you deal with anxiety? How do you deal with worry? So I thought that today I would share with you some verses that have gotten me through some tough times. I'm sure you recognize the portion of Scripture. It's a pretty common one that's preached a lot. I've heard plenty of sermons taken from it, but there was one in particular that has stuck with me. It was about 28 years ago. I was a young wife, had just moved from California to Texas, away from all my family, all my friends. I was taking 21 units of classes in college during the week. I was working full-time. We were traveling on the weekends as new missionaries, trying to convince people to support us. And we had just been told that it would be very hard, if not impossible, for us to have kids. So needless to say, I was a little stressed. I was anxious. I was worried. One weekend, I was sitting in a church in Texas, listening to Dennis preach, and God just really began to speak to my heart. I'm not sure if Dennis preached this because he was watching me worry and stress, if he himself was stressed, or maybe a combination of both. Whatever the reason, God has used it mightily to help me learn that my worry is worthless and I have to turn it over to him. So let's take a look. The passage of scripture is found in Matthew 6, verses 25 through 34. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious. Take no thought. Don't worry what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will put on? Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, by taking thought, by worrying, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious. Take no thought. Don't worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. There are five very simple things that we can learn about worry in these verses. First of all, when we worry, we don't enjoy the things that we have. 
Let's go back to verse 25. It says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious. Do not take thought. In other words, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? When we become all-consumed with what we don't have, we forget to stop and look and enjoy what we do have. I think we can all be guilty of worrying about what if we don't get this, or what if we don't have that, or we need this, or we need that. But when we become so consumed with focusing on all the things we don't have and all the things we want, we actually forget to look and enjoy the things that we do have. The second thing that worry does is it makes us forget how valuable we are. It makes us forget our own worth. In verse 26, we read about the birds. It says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. So basically, God tells us that he takes care of the birds of the air. They don't look for their food. They don't have to worry about their food. It's always there. And then he ends that with a question. Are you not of more value than they? Look how miraculously God takes care of the birds. He feeds them. He looks after them. And my friend, we are worth much more to God than the birds. If he takes care of them, we can be assured that he'll take care of us too. We must never forget that we are the children of the king and that he will take care of us. It may not be in the way we expect to be taken care of. Sometimes it's not even in the way we want to be taken care of. But we can be assured that God always has our best interest at heart, and God always takes care of us in his love. The third thing we see about worry is, well, it's completely useless. It has absolutely no positive outcome. Verse 27 again asks us a question, and it says, And which of you, by being anxious, by taking thought, by worrying, can add a single hour to his span of life? So basically, it's asking us, if I worry, and I worry, and I worry, does that change anything? Can I seriously change a situation by worrying about it? And the answer is absolutely not. All I accomplish with worry is to get myself all worked up. Or as my youngest son likes to say, I get in my own head. And that, my friends, is not a pretty place to be. Instead of worrying, we should be praying, and we should be asking our Heavenly Father for His peace and for whatever he knows that we need to weather through the situation. The next thing we see about worry is that when we worry and when we stress, we forget about the promises that God has made us. Starting in verse 28, it reads, And why are you anxious? Why are you worrying? Why are you taking thought about your clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? So basically, we see that God has promised to take care of us. He's promised to make sure we have what we need as far as food, drink, clothing. He has promised all of that. And again, they're making a comparison with nature. You see how God clothes nature, how beautifully he takes care of nature. And we are more important to him than nature. 
We were created in His own image. We can trust that God will take care of us. But when we consume ourselves with worrying and the what-ifs, we forget about the promises that God has made us. God has promised to take care of us. God has promised that He's on our side and that He's got this. We just have to put our trust in Him. Lastly, we see in verse 32 that worry is actually characteristic of the Gentiles, which were unbelievers, not the believers. So we as believers are told in verse 33 not to worry. We're not supposed to worry. We're not supposed to be anxious. We're not supposed to take thought. Verse 33 tells us, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So basically, if we keep our focus on God, our Heavenly Father, if we keep our focus on the things that God wants us to focus on, God will take care of our daily needs. God will take care of the things that we can't change because worry's not going to help. Worry's only going to make the situation worse. And the only way that we can stop worrying is to put it all into God's hands and to let God have control and to take our own hands off the steering wheel and stop trying to control the situation. I've recently been doing a Bible study by Katie McCown, and there have been a few things that she has just said so well that I'd like to share them with you. She reminds us that we need to remember that our faith does not hang on the future, but our faith hangs on the one who holds the future. She then gives a few pointers and suggestions that I've been trying to incorporate into my daily life. We need to spend less time doing and more time being with Jesus. So doing versus being. We need to slow down and spend less time doing busy work, doing things that we just think are necessary when a lot of times they're not. And our priority needs to be on spending time with Jesus, being with Jesus. We also need to exchange our fear of the future for the fear of the Lord. We need to respect the Lord. We need to trust Him. We need to value the words He's said and listen to them and have that fear of the Lord that helps us trust Him. And we need to rely on our Heavenly Father instead of ourselves. We need to get out of the driver's seat, let God have control, and get back where we need to be, which is behind God with God in the lead. Paul tells us in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, things are pure, things are lovely, of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So Paul tells us that we are to think on things that are true, honorable, just, pure, lovely. We are actually to do more than think on them. We're to meditate on them. Well, my friend, it's true that we have a heavenly father that loves us. It is honorable and just that he promises to and does take care of us. And it is pure and lovely that I am his daughter. So when you get worried and when you get stressed, think on these true things. My son has made me a playlist on my phone to listen to as I walk. And today as I was walking, a song started playing. And when it got to the chorus, I was just really, just a little bit amazed. You ever have that time when a song just hits you in a certain way? Well, that was today for me. The song talks about God's love, and the line that really resonated with me was this, there's never been a moment that I was not loved by you. Let me read it again. There's never been a moment that I was not loved by you. Let that sink in. There has never been a moment that you have not been loved 
by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The God of creation loves you and wants to take care of you. So let's try to stop worrying and let our Heavenly Father lead as we follow. We cannot believe it. We've had over a thousand downloads of the Walking Together podcast. That's incredible. We're thankful God is using it as a tool to encourage others. So please help us keep it going. Screenshot your favorite episode, share it with a friend, download it and email it to them, post it on your timeline or Instagram. Join me next time as we continue to dig further and together into God's word. Thanks for taking the time to join in. I'll see you next time.